what's up everyone welcome back to another episode of the fantasy fellow show my name is kyle in tonight's video we're going over the week six waiver wire targets that i have here i do have the article pulled up i think i got to put the article in the description uh as well so i'm going to do that uh, after the video but we're looking at the waiver wire wire report here on the fantasyfellowship.com i'm going to go over some of the important injuries and we'll, we'll kind of just talk about everybody that i'm looking at uh the quarterbacks there's a handful of quarterback injuries of course we know russell wilson's going to be out four to six weeks with that finger issue uh if you're playing in super flex leagues that means geno smith's a viable ad this week jimmy garoppolo he's week to week with a calf he's questionable i should i should have questionable for week seven he's on a buy this week uh so ignore that justin fields it looks like he's gonna be good to go he's listed as questionable for week six but i expect him to start practicing tomorrow daniel jones this is a really interesting one he had the concussion against dallas on sunday he's questionable for week six he's got a clear concussion protocol joe burrow sounds like he's good to go he got checked into the hospital with a throat contusion He's questionable for week six. I expect him to play. And then Taysom Hill, just with the concussion symptoms, we'll see if he's good to go. Uh, and then the running backs. This is where some of the heavy injuries were. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he's likely out two to four weeks with that knee injury. We're going to talk about Daryl Williams and some of the other backs in the Chiefs system. Chris Carson, he's he's got the neck injury. He's week to week. He's going to be questionable for week six. I just, I'm very nervous about any player with a neck injury, especially a physical running back like Chris Carson. Damian Harris is questionable with the rib injury. Uh, and Juju Smith-Schuster, we learned that he's going to be out for the season. So good news if you have Deontay Johnson and or Chase Claypool. Tyreek Hill, I'm awaiting more info. It doesn't seem too serious. We'll see if he practices tomorrow, but all indications are that he's going to be just fine. Kenny Galladay, he's actually listed as probably doubtful for week six here. We'll look at that later, uh, but that, that's good news for the other Giants receivers here. Quintez Cephas likely out for the season with a shoulder injury. Deontay Harris has a hamstring injury. Curtis Samuel re-injured his groin that, that cost him the first few weeks of the season on IR. And then Max Williams, it looks like he's a, a season-ending injury to uh, the tight end there. They're bringing in extra tight ends. Um, so we'll get into some of the other things. I did want to shout out some players here that are returning from IR shortly here. Ryan Fitzpatrick, it sounds like he might be back before week 10. Tyrod Taylor doesn't sound like he's going to go this week, but maybe next week if you play in super flex leagues and Tyrod Taylor's available, he's worth a scoop. Darrington Evans is going to be eligible to return at some point. Uh, they, they just He's eligible to return already. They just need to deem it uh, that he has returned. David Montgomery, of course, we know he's eligible to return week eight. Jeff Wilson, it sounds like we might not see him till November. Michael Hasty is eligible to return after the bye week. Michael Thomas on the pup list, he's, he's going to be eligible to return next week. Jerry Judy has a chance to play next week, so check your waiver wires for Jerry Judy. Uh, he has a game on Thursday night. If they don't play Thursday night, that gives him an extra 10 days, so it's either week 7 or week 8 for Jerry Judy return. Jarvis Landry's trying to return. It doesn't sound like he's likely to play in week 6, but maybe week 7. Michael Gallup's going to come back after the Cowboys bye for week 8, and then Marquez Valdez-Scantling eligible to return next week. George Kittle with the Cavs injury eligible to return week nine and logan thomas eligible to return week eight let me check a look at some of these questions we got going on here uh justin says do i get godwin and do i do this i get godwin and trade madison and Allen robinson uh, assuming your running back stable is fine if madison's like your fourth or fifth back i, I say go for it that's a huge upgrade from a rob to godwin you you probably added madison for free so essentially uh it didn't cost you anything in this trade you upgrade from a rob to godwin so i'm into it uh, good evening, Aiden. Hope you're having a good night, sir. Uh, Harris asks, is Jared Cook good for me to keep this week and play if I have Justin Herbert? I think so. The Let me hear. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out the fantasyfellowship.com, I do have this tab here that says fantasy points allowed. I have all of the charts that we need in here, and it looks like uh, down here is where I have the tight ends. The Chargers, um, third worst against the tight end so far this season. They gave up 18 points. We're looking at 
the the opponent for the Chargers. Let me see what we got here. Um, so the Chargers, who do they play this week? They play they play the Baltimore Ravens, and the Ravens are pretty decent. Uh, I guess they're they give up a decent amount of points against the tight end here. So thirty six catches on the year, four hundred twenty yards, and three TDs. I would say Jared Cook's a fine play this week. I'd hold on to him one more week. That's going to be a fun, probably one of the better noon games I think of the week six slate. And yeah, Michael Gallup, man, we're being patient. It looks like uh, he's going to be back probably week eight. Good evening, Devin. Hope you're having a good night, sir. Uh, yo, I was uh, I was the guy on TikTok with the Ravens defense. I've got to pick up a new defense for this week, I think. Ah, Manny Fresh. Good evening, man. Thanks for uh, I'm, you made me sweat. I I made you sweat as well, but uh, I'm glad it worked out. Ravens defense. Uh, Ravens defense is a problem right now. They have some holes in terms of fantasy points allowed right now. They rank tenth. 99.46 points per game here. They're they're porous against running backs and against tight ends so far this season. Uh, Aiden says, I want to pick up Tony in my 10 team, but I have Cook, Carson, Connor, Clyde, all injured. So CHIR spot, Daryl Williams, Elijah Mitchell, Foot Booker. Um, I'm questioning here. So you have Dalvin Cook, Carson, Connor, and Clyde, all injured. So CH and IR spot, Daryl Williams, Elijah Mitchell, for Booker. Or Booker. Um. I think because you have Clyde Edwards, it makes more sense to go get Daryl Williams. I like Dev, uh, Devontae Booker, but the Giants' schedule is just not uh, as juicy as the Chiefs' potential schedule here. So the, the Giants are going to get the L.A. Rams, the Panthers, uh, and then they get the Chiefs uh, the following week. So that, that's kind of a tougher schedule for me to see here. And then if you look at the Chiefs' schedule, they're going to get Washington this week, Tennessee, the Giants, maybe the Packers. So I, I kind of lean towards Daryl Daryl uh, Williams being the guy uh, that I'd like to pick up here. So my QB streams this week: Kirk Heineke and Darnold. I'm probably going with with Heineke. I have him listed as one of my favorite streams of the week. We'll get into quarterbacks in a second here. Uh, I think Gronk is on track to play Week Seven, and it really helps that they have. I mean, they play you know Thursday night this week, so he's going to get an extra ten days. But uh, it sounds like when I was looking at the player news here, let me click on this. Uh, so it says Rob Gronkowski will not play in week six, but Bruce Arians stated earlier in the week that it would be very close whether Gronk would be able to play on Thursday. So if he's really close to playing this Thursday, strong chance that he's going to play uh, week seven. Uh, I don't know who they play, but it's a good chance he plays week seven. And yes, the Washington football team, uh, apparently the Dolphins are the worst team right now for fantasy that we want to target. The football team uh, is the second worst team and they give up the most quarterback points and the most wide receiver points. So start your QB, start your wide receivers against the Washington football team this week. They're going to get Kansas city. Just looking ahead here. Let's look at that Washington schedule. Um, so looking ahead here, of course they get the chiefs this week. They're going to get the Packers next week. So Aaron Rodgers, Devonte Adams, that should be uh, quite a bit of fun. Maybe Marquez Valdez scaling returns week. Uh, the next week they're going to get the Broncos. So maybe Jerry Judy is ready to go for that game. Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and then they get the Buccaneers like, Oh man, Washington's going to be in trouble coming up. So target that team uh, for sure. At least Kirk and Darnold in different leagues, at least one won't bust. Yeah. I like spreading it. Uh, I like spreading it out a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, man, I was so nervous. I was so nervous. Um, the team popped off in the Superflex League. Yes, I'm struggling in the Superflex League. I need some help. When is Barkley coming back? They're really, they really haven't said anything, uh, which is a little frustrating. Uh, but if you're looking for a silver lining to the Saquon Barkley, is they they haven't put him on IR. So you know, typically IR means you're out at least three weeks. The fact that they haven't put him on the IR spot yet uh, means that he could return, you know, in two weeks, three weeks. I think it's it's probably a two-game absence. 
minimum, and we'll see about that third game. But I, I don't think it's as bad as uh, we initially feared. Um, just say back off, Geno Smith. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, Geno Smith, man, Geno Smith's going to be a popular popular super flex uh, ad this week, and it's the first week of buys, and it's actually the worst week of buy weeks, NFL. Uh, bye weeks. Here we go. I'm going to pull this up here and show you guys. I don't know why the schedule makers decided to put uh, next week's going to be worse, but four bye weeks this week Atlanta, Saints, Jets, 49ers. Next week's going to be a panic week with the Bills, the Cowboys, the Jags, the Vikings, the Steelers, and the Chargers all on bye. It's the only week with six bye weeks. So next week's going to be very important for us to, uh, to get everything lined up. Harris says, Should I pick up Joe Burrow and stash him for week seven? Uh, who do the Bengals play? Uh, week seven type the Bengals in week seven they play Baltimore Ravens I mean at this point the Ravens haven't shown that they can stop teams so I'm, I'm fine with it especially if you have someone that's going to be on bye we just looked at all the buys next week so if you have someone on bye Joe Burrow I mean in a 10-12 team league Joe Burrow should be owned as someone's QB2 I think <laughs> uh, who's a good kicker to pick up um interesting um let me pull up a league that I have kickers in. I just want to look at the, the, the kicker rankings right now. Um, if someone dropped Daniel Carlson, he's been one of my favorite kickers to add. I think the Raiders will get things corrected. And who knows, maybe the team kind of unifies now that John Gruden is no longer there. But I just want to look and see who's owned uh, in the league so far. So if you're looking for someone with a good kicking week this week, Maybe it's Dustin Hopkins uh, going up against Kansas City. They're going to need to score points. I like that one. Maybe Chris Boswell going uh, on Sunday Night Football against the Seattle Seahawks. That one makes a lot of sense. Randy Bullock against Buffalo. I don't know if I trust that at all. Uh, we're still waiting to see what's up with uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. Um, maybe the Evan McPherson against Detroit. I don't know how he's been doing. He didn't you know, do very well last week against Green Bay, but he had been pretty solid. Um, so kickers are tough. Maybe you go with Jason Sanders for the Miami Dolphins because he's been playing fine, and now they get two attacked by lower back, so maybe the offense is a little bit better. Maybe Sanders is the guy. Uh, and, yeah, Boss, uh, Tyler Bass is a pretty good kicker. I have, like, five main guys on week seven. It's not going to be a good time. I know. It's between injuries and then next week's bye week, so week seven is going to be a gauntlet for everybody. And, yeah, Greg the Leg's a pretty good option as well. Um, for sure. But let's get into some of the quarterbacks here on the show tonight. Uh, I do have these, you know, filtered by ESPN rostered settings. So Joe Burrow, it's a really good week to get Joe Burrow in your lineup. If you're in a QB one league and, and you waited on quarterback, otherwise QB two for sure in super flex leagues, Derek Carr going up against Denver. That's kind of a tougher matchup. Kirk Cousins against Carolina. That's again, a tougher matchup. And both of those are road games for the teams. And if we go look at fantasy points allowed here, this is the quarterback chart. The Broncos are right here. They're giving up about 14.05 points per game to the quarterbacks. Carolina giving up about 17 points per game here. So not too generous. These are both some of the better units uh, for for quarterbacks, I guess, stopping the quarterback. So I still I think I prefer Kirk Cousins a little bit more than I would Derek Carr. Baker Mayfield going up against Arizona. That's kind of hard to trust right now. Sam Darnold against Minnesota. Uh, the Vikings aren't the greatest against the, I guess they're not the greatest defense, but for some reason they kind of limit quarterbacks right now, about 16.36 points per game. Uh, you got Daniel Jones, who, again, we're waiting for his concussion status. I don't think we're going to be interested in him uh, for streaming. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence this week, going up against the Miami Dolphins. I know it's it was Tom Brady last week, uh, but the Dolphins got absolutely slapped. Uh, Tom Brady threw five touchdowns, over 400 yards. Um, so that's why their number's a little bit inflated right now. But Trevor Lawrence... 
could be a potential guy here that I like as a fringe top 12, top 20, or top 15 quarterback, especially with that rushing upside that he showed us last week. Trey Lance on by, whatever. Justin Fields against Green Bay, probably not going to be interested in streaming him in one QB leagues. Green Bay uh, is decent against the quarterback position. I'm looking for them right now. They're kind of middle of the road, give up about 20. Uh, I just don't know if I trust the Bears' offense quite yet. Matt Ryan's on by. Again, here's Tua Tagovailoa. So I like, for some reason, I like this Miami-Jacksonville-London game. I think it's going to be sloppy, but it could be a lot of points. Uh, the defenses are both not that, uh, not really playing their best football right now. So two is an interesting guy. He's worth a pickup. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, maybe on Sunday night football against Seattle. We know Seattle's defense uh, can be beaten against the QB. You see here, they've allowed nine touchdowns, 1600 yards, give up about 21 points per game here to the QB spots. Let me see what else. Teddy Bridgewater, maybe Teddy Bridgewater against Las Vegas. If you're streaming Mac Jones against Dallas, probably not. But uh, the, the guy that should be available in most QB one leagues is probably Taylor Heineke and the Chiefs, man. Chiefs giving up the second most fantasy points to QBs right now. They've allowed three rushing touchdowns, 10 passing touchdowns. So this is probably the one of the teams that I want to pick on going forward. The Chiefs defense is just a little a uh, little lacking right now. So Taylor Heineke, good matchup for him here. Maybe Jared Goff, I'm not sure. Uh, but for Superflex Leagues, Carson Wentz against Houston, Geno Smith against Pittsburgh, uh, and then maybe uh, maybe Zach Wilson's on a bye here. If, if he's released, you should probably pick him up. But uh, I'll take more quarterback questions if you guys need it. I'm going to look at the comments right now, and uh, we'll look at running backs in a second. Um, should I keep Alexander Madison? I think so. Um, just cause I mean, Dalvin Cook's kind of had that injury stigma throughout his whole career. Um, so it, it wouldn't surprise me if he gets hurt again at some point this season and you're sitting on a, a, just let's face it. When, when Cook is out, Alexander Madison is probably a top five, top 10 running back option for that week, depending on who they play. So I see a lot of value in Alexander Madison. If you want to try and trade him to the Dalvin Cook owner, maybe that might be the best person to trade with. So Personally, I'm going to keep Alexander Madison just because you never know with Dalvin Cook. Uh, but if you want to try and trade him, maybe go talk to the Dalvin Cook owner and see if you can hold him ransom. Uh, pick one, Jared Cook, Hunter Henry, or Zach Ertz. This week, I'm probably rolling with Zach Ertz just because uh, Dallas Goddard probably not going to play. There's a strong chance that he doesn't clear COVID protocols. And right now, Tampa Bay's defense, they give up the fifth most PPR points. They're giving up about 17.2 total points to the tight end. And if you're telling me Zach Ertz is going to get basically all of the tight end snaps, all of the tight end targets, uh, there's a good chance that he scores a touchdown in this one. Uh, I just, I really like the, the Zach Ertz week here. It's lining up nicely for him. And yeah, I think you got to hold on to Madison probably for the rest of the year. If you want to try and trade him, go ahead and try and trade him uh, if you can. And then J-Rob, top five fantasy running back this week. Whew, uh, let me look at the running backs here. I mean, they're playing the Dolphins. Dolphins give up 602 yards, six touchdowns, and they give up a lot of receptions and work in the passing game. So I think right now, I don't know if I'm going to call top five, but top 10, he's probably a top 10 running back this week. So it feels really good for James Robinson. Uh, Manny Fresh says he's got to drop one of these dudes, Kenny Gainwell, Tyson Williams, or A.J. Dillon. I'm gonna I'm going to hold on to A.J. Dillon and Kenny Gainwell. I think I can drop Tyson Williams. I just... I have trouble trusting the Baltimore Ravens backfield. Like they still don't even know what they want to do with the guys that they have. If I pull up the box score real quick from last night and keep in mind, this was an overtime. I, I know the, the Ravens got the extra snaps there because they had the ball on offense. So for snap counts, 
you see Latavius Murray got 36. Devonta Freeman gets 20. Tyson Williams only gets 14. So I'm dropping Tyson Williams. He's the third back right now in that pecking order. Uh, and who knows, Le'Veon Bell didn't even get involved really. So I think Tyson Williams is a safe drop for me at the moment. Josh Allen and Diggs on Monday Night Football. It's probably going to be a – I'm wait, we're waiting for the, the Stephon Diggs monster game where he catches like 10 balls for 180 yards and a touchdown or two. Uh, it's coming. Just be patient with Diggs. Uh, Madison started two or five weeks, which is pretty good. And so far, like, he's – it's funny because, like, he's been – in his two games, he's actually, you know, done Dalvin Cook things with those two games. So they're looking uh, pretty healthy when Madison's in there. So I, I, for me, I'm holding on to Alexander Madison. Again, if you're going to try and trade him, talk to the Dalvin Cook owner. Uh, Dalton Schultz or Zach Ertz or Tyler Higby. I'm probably going to try to take advantage of this Zach Ertz situation with Dallas Goddard out. Uh, I know Tampa Bay gives up the six most tight end points, which is pretty nice. Uh, the, uh, let's see. Dalton Schultz is playing against uh, the New England Patriots. They've only allowed 11 catches, 106 yards, and a touchdown so far this year. So I'm probably going to fade Dalton Schultz. And then as far as the Rams go, who do they play? Rams are playing the Giants. So for me, I'm, I'm just going to lean into the Zach Ertz and see what we can get. Uh, so hate AJ Dillon. He is snap when he takes Jones Hutches for no reason. This is a false narrative, Aiden. This is a false narrative. I just want to show you. I've got. I've had to deal with this question a couple times today. And uh, as an AJ or an Aaron Jones uh, fan and owner, I'm I'm not I'm not concerned about AJ Dillon because um, Aaron Jones is still getting his snaps uh, that he's been getting all season. Let me show you guys here. So uh, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon here, that's what we're looking at. Week one uh, for total snaps, Aaron Jones gets 28. A.J. Dillon gets 16. 45 snaps for Aaron Jones, 19 for A.J. Dillon, 46 in week three for Jones, 18 for Dillon, 45 for Jones in week four, 29 for Dillon in week, uh, I guess, in that week. And then, again, Aaron Jones gets 45 last week to A.J. Dillon's 21. So he's still getting the majority of the snaps. He's getting 65 to 70% of the snaps. So it doesn't really bother me that much. The only thing that popped out last week was uh, A.J. Dillon was used as a receiver. So it's not coming at the expense of Aaron Jones. And if you have Aaron Jones, um, just watching the Packers the last few years, we want to keep Aaron Jones healthy. So a good dose of Aaron uh, A.J. Dillon makes sense. So just be patient with, with Aaron Jones. The touchdowns kind of roll, and they come in bunches. Um, I'm hurting at receiver and QB right now. Devin's got Mark Andrews, Dalvin Cook, and Aaron Jones. Would you trade them to upgrade wide receiver QB? Uh, I would ask you which QBs are on waiver wire. Like if you can if you can go and stash two of these guys, whether it's Tua, Lawrence, uh, Kirk, or Joe Burrow. Like I'm curious who you can get as the quarterbacks here. Uh, even if it's it, Taylor Heineke right now, I think uh, Taylor Heineke against Kansas City. I'm okay with uh, I'm, I'm okay with streaming quarterbacks right now. I don't know if I would try to trade these guys, Manders, Dalvin Cook, or Aaron Jones. Uh, Dalvin Cook's, his value is probably the lowest that it's going to be right now if you want to wait for him to come back one game and then maybe try and salvage it. Uh, but I think I'm probably going to try to hold on to those guys and see what I can do. Uh, we'll get to the receivers here in a second, and, and then I'll show you guys what we could potentially add on the waiver wire. Uh, Manny Fresh says he's got the Allen Knox combo. I have Phantom on my bench trying to trade him now. Uh, trying to, tr I would hold on to Knox and try to trade Fant if I could. Uh, do I drop Jacoby? Um, 
That that depends on who you're picking up. Um, I would. I mean, I'm going to keep Hunter Renfro. I think right now Jacoby's kind of hard to trust with Mac Jones. It's it's you know you're never going to feel comfortable starting Jacoby. I think Hunter Renfro has proven to be a pretty consistent guy so far this season. Uh, but maybe you can try and maybe trade Jacoby if you, if you wanted to. Uh, Matt Bame, good evening, sir. Hope you're having a good one. Dalton Schultz all day YOLO. He says, uh, still nothing makes me more mad than seeing it on the goal line or as a passing back. Um, that's just, that's just part of the game, man. It's just part of the game right now. And if you think about it, looking back at the last two seasons of Aaron Jones, um, and specifically this season, he's actually getting more snaps and more touches than he did the last couple of years because Jamal Williams was actually used a lot more as a runner and a receiver. So right now, it, Dylan's getting better usage than he has in the last two seasons when he's been a top five running back. So uh, I'm not too concerned. A.J. Dillon, it, the Packers just realized A.J. Dillon's a good player and they need to get him on the field uh, a little bit more here. Uh, do you think Michael Pittman Jr. is a guy to keep or to let go? I'm keeping Michael Pittman Jr. for sure. He's a stud receiver right now. He's getting in a groove with Carson Wentz too. Uh, I'm going to hold on to Michael Pittman Jr. Tim Patrick or Tony. Whew. Rest of season, give me Kadarius Tony. We got Jerry Judy coming back. I think that's going to be uh, kind of, you know, it's going to limit, you know, Tim Patrick, make him hard to trust, whereas Kadarius Tony looks like he needs more touches. Um, do you agree that I'm hurting at QB only Tannehill and Daniel Jones, Kirk, Lawrence, Heineke, and Wentz are all on waivers? Oh, okay. Um, so uh, if this is a 10 or 12-man league, sure, you, you're probably one of, the, like, the weakest teams at quarterback, but between playing matchups, I – it's not a, as long as you're strong at a couple other positions. It sounds like you got Mark Andrews. It sounds like you're you're good at running back. Um, so uh, we just need to continue to build up the receiver depth. And as far as streaming quarterbacks this week, I mean, you could go Trevor Lawrence, or Taylor Heineke. Maybe let uh, maybe let one of the other guys go. Tannehill and that Titans offense. I'm waiting for them to get a little bit better. Uh, with you know, hopefully AJ AJ Brown's a little week another week healthier. Julio Jones healthier. The Titans offense should be slow to come around, but it's going to get there. Um, so for me, uh, if, you, if you're looking for a guy to start, you can maybe start Taylor Heineke this week. I think that's going to be uh, probably your best option. Uh, but just looking at the waiver wire running backs real quick, the guys that stuck out to me, uh, Alexander Madison, again, we talked about him a little bit ago. He's 64% rostered. He needs to be uh, – don't drop Alexander Madison. We need to hold on to him with our dear lives. You can maybe try and trade him if you so wish. Tony Pollard, he is entering – the weekly flex range here where uh, you can, if, if you're hurt at running back or there's bye weeks and something, you can throw them out there and expect, you know, seven to 10 points in a PPR league uh, with that upside of him getting a touchdown. I really like Tony Pollard. Don't let him go. Uh, AJ Dillon. Again, we were just talking about Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon might be a guy that uh, is just worth holding on to because you never know. Uh, Latavius Murray, not excited. JD McKissick's hard to trust. Sony Michelle, uh, I'm still holding on to Sony Michelle just because Daryl Henderson has never really proven to be healthy throughout his career. Ronald Jones, I'm considering dropping him in a couple of leagues right now. Uh, but Alex Collins, still concerned about Chris Carson's necks, uh, his neck with Geno Smith now at QB. We might see even more focus on the running game. So hold on to Alex Collins if you got him. Kenneth Gainwell, we're still going to hold on to him. David Johnson. Uh, just a, a nasty, ugly PPR play if you need help there. Uh, Samaje Piran. If you're the Joe Mixon owner, Samaje Piran might be worth holding on to. It looks like Piran went on the COVID list this week, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. It looks like it's going to be a big Joe Mixon week. You got Giovanni Bernard here uh, looking good as the pass catching back for Tampa Bay in games uh, where they're going to be a little bit tougher. Uh, and again, they played the Dolphins last week. They didn't really need to put the foot on the gas. They did anyways. 
Uh, but in tougher games, you're probably going to see more Giovanni Bernard in pass catching situations. He should be a PPR hold. Uh, Brandon Bolden, interesting guy here. They're going to be playing against Dallas. And when the Patriots are trailing, you're going to see more Brandon Bolden on the field. You also got a, a little injury to Damian Harris. So Brandon Bolden's a guy that you could probably pick up and, and just chuck him in there as a low end running back to flex. And then probably the like the two pickups that everyone wants to know about is Daryl Williams and Devontae Booker. Uh, we looked at the schedule at the beginning of the show. I like Daryl Williams. Uh, just It comes with some caveats. Daryl Williams, really good running back, really sound at pass protection, catching the ball. He can run it. He's the kind of their goal line back at times too. Uh, but we got to worry about him losing passing down work to Jarek McKinnon. They also activated uh, backup running back Elijah Mitchell today, who used to be pretty good running back for the Jets. Um, so I, I like Daryl Williams. We just got to limit your expectations. I think he's a, a running back too, uh, but anywhere between 10 to 12 points should be expected. And if he gets the touchdown, that's where he can boom for you. Uh, and then Devonte Booker, he's going to get a ton of volume. Uh, it's a tougher matchup against the Rams, but running backs have been producing against the Rams. So I'm not too worried. Uh, so if you're looking for a guy to start this week, it's probably just Devonte Booker, uh, based on volume alone. But again, I like Daryl Williams quite a bit. And then if you miss out on anybody, Khalil Herbert actually outtouched. Uh, he had more carries than Damian Williams last week, last week. He looked pretty good. So tons of running back options on the waiver wire this week. So let me know if you guys have questions on those. Uh, but the receivers, we'll get to that uh, next here. Let me answer this question. Uh, pick four, non-PPR. Pittman Jr., Manuel Sanders, Hunter Renfro, Jason Myers, Robbie Anderson, or Brandon Ayuk? Um, whew, Jason Myers. Did we have this question again last week? Is that Jacoby Myers? Jacoby Myers. Um, so for PPR purposes, I'm probably going to rule out Hunter Renfro. I know he's got a really safe floor, but for non-PPR, not interested. I think I like Michael Pittman Jr. the most here. Pick four, non-PPR. So we're going to go with Pittman and Sanders. Those are the top two on my list. The I guess I'm probably going to roll with Jacoby Myers in this one. And then uh, I'll tell you what, I'm probably going to go with Hunter Renfro again, too, just because if they get close, he has been a red zone target. So Robbie Anderson, Brandon Ayuk, still too hard to trust for me. I'm going to go with the first four receivers you have listed there. Um, but let's get to uh, some of the receivers here on the waiver wire. Emmanuel Sanders, I don't know how he's only 60% rostered in ESPN leagues, but he needs to be uh, you know, flexed in 10, 12-man leagues. He's an interesting wide receiver three. Devontae Parker might have been dropped. He, he missed last week's game. Uh, we'll see if he can make the trip to London to play the Jaguars. Uh, but Hunter Renfro, man, uh, this is a guy, especially in PPR leagues, you probably want to get him in your lineups. He's hit double digits in five straight games. He's a security blanket for Derek Carr. Uh, Denver's defense is a pretty tough defense, so it might be a pretty busy day for Hunter Renfro. So I like his prospects this week. Darnell Mooney. Uh, it's just it's confusing with Darnell Mooney. He's a guy you want on your bench. Don't really know if we can trust him just yet. Uh, Miko Hardman. I'm interested in Miko Hardman. He's 41.8% uh, rostered. And if, again, we go look at the fantasy points allowed, the Washington football team is the worst team against the wide receiver so far this year. In just five games, they've allowed 84 receptions, 1,107 yards, and a, a 10 touchdowns. So uh, we know Tyreek Hill. He's probably fine with that knee injury. But even if he's just a lim little bit limited or they want to say, okay, let's lean on Miko Hardman a little bit this week, I think Hardman's a guy that you could flex uh, and see what happens. Again, it's a, it's a really juicy matchup against Washington uh, that I like Miko Hardman for. So if you need receivers that are available, maybe it's Hardman. Marquez Callaway, no one's going to be looking at him. He's on bye, but if you want to snag him, 
he's worth a look. Uh, AJ Green losing some shine last week. He had a disappointing game, whereas Rondell Moore entered uh, back into the flex mix again. He had a good game with getting a handful of touches. So if he was dropped, uh, he's an interesting guy. He might be 34% roster. I don't think that's 14.7. But Jamison Crowder still kicking it. He's 32% rostered. If anyone cuts him on his bye week, he should be spooped up. Uh, Tim Patrick, again, uh, with Jerry Judy returning potentially week seven or week eight, I think Tim Patrick has, uh, you know, value for at least the next few weeks. He's worth a start this week against the Raiders, uh, playing pretty well. He's only had one uh, lackluster game so far for PPR League, so I think he can be a low-end wide receiver three flex for you. Christian Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk's been playing pretty well too. He, out of five games, he's only had one dud. I think everything else has been uh, nine to ten points or above. Sammy Watkins continues to make plays, so if you need help there, uh, tougher matchup this week against the uh, the Chargers here. So I don't know if I like that. Uh, but maybe Josh Gordon gets in the fun against Washington. Uh, but man, the pickup of the week, it's Kadarius Tony, guys. I know he had an injury. He got ejected last week. He's kind of a hothead player. He's kind of like a knucklehead type player. Uh, but man, if, if he learned his lesson last week and he can kind of keep his emotions uh, in check, uh, I'm looking I'm looking very optimistic at Kadarius Tony for the rest of the season. Like this might be, you know, it's it's hard to find a player that could change your season like this uh, in week six of the waiver wire. But if you watched any of that Dallas Cowboys giants game on Sunday, Kadarius Tony was a problem. Like I, I just, I think the giants know that they need to get him involved in the offense. I think it would be a shame if, if they didn't, you know, get him the ball almost 10 times a game at this point, whether it's a couple of handoffs or just quick screens. Uh, but he's so electric with what he can do in open space. Uh, he's my, he's cleared away my far, even over the running backs. Uh, you're, we're talking Daryl Williams. We're talking uh, even Devonte Booker. Uh, I, I want Kadarius Tony on my teams. He is uh, he's a wide receiver three flex. Any week that he's healthy, I don't even care if Sterling Shepard's coming back because uh, the cat's kind of out of the out of the bag on Kadarius Tony. He's hard to trust, uh, but I, I just think the tape speaks for itself. He's a player that you want on your fantasy teams and probably in your lineups this week. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, another fun rookie wide receiver. He's, you know, kind of a little bit lesser known, only 4% rostered here. Uh, but with Quintez Cephas down for the season, Amon Ross steps up. And he's kind of like the, just like the clear best receiver on the team right now. I know Khalif Raymond had some run, but Amon Ross St. Brown, if you need help, Jared Goff has been going to him. Let me look at his numbers real quick uh, on uh, some fantasy format numbers here. Almond Ross St. Brown. Let's pull his name up here. We'll filter by PPR. He had a productive day last week uh, and basically 13 points the last two weeks. So six for 70 against the Bears, seven for 65 against the Vikings. And he's seen eight targets in back-to-back games. He's only really had one bad game with one target. Uh, so this is a guy, if you miss out on some of the premier waiver wire options this week, I'm interested just because it's opportunity. He's the number one receiver on the depth chart for the Lions. They're going to be continuing to throw the ball. So I like his prospects quite a bit. And then uh, don't sleep on Preston Williams with Wolf Fuller's injury. This opens the door for Preston Williams to be a starting outside receiver here. So uh, plenty of good options. Uh, we noted, we mentioned uh, one of our guys in the chat room was weak at receiver. Uh, well, we got some receiver options for you here, Devin. Whether it's Tony, I'm in Ross St. Brown, uh, maybe even Tim Patrick. If anyone cuts some of these guys, uh, I'm interested in scooping them up. So uh, let me take a look at the, uh, the questions that we got here. Uh, pick two, Manny Sanders, Michael Pittman, or Jarvis Landry. I don't think Jarvis Landry's on track to play this weekend, so I'm going to say Sanders and Pittman Jr. Uh, yeah, 
Kadarius Tony, he is <laughs> he's an interesting guy. Uh, he's he's fun to watch though, man. He's so fun to watch. Uh, bars in the tuck. Thanks for hanging out. Left field question of the week. My league gives points for return yards. Should I pick up Jamal Agnew since he's getting targets now? I have a free spot with Clyde Edwards. Uh, whoo. Um, let me see. Return yards stats. Interesting. This is a fun. This is a fun question here. Um, so DeAndre Carter leads the league in kickoff return yards. Byron Pringle here. Maybe it's Byron. What, what do you think about Byron Pringle there? Bars in the dark. Because Pringle scored a touchdown last week, so I, I'm interested here uh, quite a bit. I would say Carter. I don't know if Carter's been catching passes. I thought I saw him catch one the other day, though. DeAndre Carter, FF. Hey, let me take a peek here. Um, so DeAndre Carter, wow, he had nine targets on the season so far. He had eight in week five here. Uh, so this is an interesting one, four for 62. If you're looking for a guy, DeAndre Carter might be for you. Uh, but I, I, I feel like Byron Pringle might be uh, the best answer. Let me see what – I know Pringle's not getting as many targets, but he's got the opportunity for a touchdown and a bomb play. Um, so for me, I, I say – I like the Jamal Agnew call. I think that's that's a pretty dang good one too. I don't know about punt return yards here. Do they have that on here? Uh, punt return yards. Um, so where is he? Am I missing him? Does he not return punts? Okay, so he's more of a kickoff returner. I'd say go for it. It's London. Crazy shit happens. Go with Jamal Agnew. I like it. Um, and uh, so uh, going forward, we're going to have a slight change in the schedule because we have fantasy basketball uh, coming back into our lives. So I think going forward uh, and starting tomorrow night, Wednesday nights are going to be a basketball night. I'm going to have my friends John and Drake with me for a basketball show. And so I pushed, I'm going to push the, the weekly start sit show uh, to Thursday nights. So we'll do the start sits on Thursday evening. Uh, it also gives me an extra day to get two extra days, basically, to get practice reports. Um, so going forward on Thursday nights, we're going to do the start sits. Uh, we'll get all the questions and things that you need. And then, of course, we're still going to do probably a Saturday night show this week. So we're on track. Uh, is Allen Robinson worth the roster spot anymore? <sighs> it's a sad day. It's a sad day when we're, we're looking at Allen Robinson uh, potentially as a cut. So um, – I'm going to give him one more week. He's been traditionally very, very good against the Green Bay Packers. And again, the Packers are hurting at cornerback right now. So uh, I'm looking at Allen Robinson. I'm probably going to hold on to him, give him one more week. Uh, we'll see. We're also dealing with a rookie quarterback here who's improving in each game. So it's only a matter of a time. Maybe a divisional game against the Packers is what he needs. I'm going to hold on to Allen Robinson. But if he pops off, you should try and trade him as soon as we can. Um, so yeah, Jamal Agnew is the guy. Uh, my NBA team, um, <laughs> it's a, it's been a good time for Wisconsin sports this year. I know the Brewers probably, uh, not doing so great, but, uh, the Bucks are my NBA team and yeah, tomorrow night I'm going to be going live. We're going to do a live mock draft with my friends, John and, uh, John and, uh, Drake will get the, the first trio mock draft of the season uh but before i go here i got five more minutes for you guys tight ends real quick it's dawson knox season he's a top five tight end right now the rest of the season i think dalton schultz is too these guys are uh the surprises of the year you want to roll with these guys as much as you can jared cook john smith austin hooper 
whatever. I like Jared Cook probably the best of that group. Uh, but Hunter Henry, don't sleep on Hunter Henry. He's been a very viable tight end so far. It seems like Mac Jones trusts him. He's a little bit more steady. Uh, so I like Hunter Henry here. Evan Ingram, just with the, the injuries the Giants have been having uh, at the receiver position, Evan Ingram's going to play a lot. He's still a pretty good dynamic player. He just needs to get more consistent, and he's just – uh, he's just, he just needs to stay healthy. So Evan Ingram, he's, if he's available, I like him. Uh, I need to update this and put Zach Ertz as probably the pickup stream of the week. If you're streaming tight ends, Zach Ertz is the guy for you. Uh, and then if you don't get Zach Ertz, Dan Arnold needs to be picked up. He had a really good game. Uh, Jaguars are playing the Miami Dolphins in London again this week. And Dan Arnold, I think he commanded eight targets last week. I think he caught six for 62 yards. So he's looking like a, a really trustworthy piece for Trevor Lawrence. He's got he's gotten integrated in that offense in a matter of two weeks after the trade. So uh, I'm very interested in Dan Arnold. And then if you guys need some streaming defenses, uh, assuming these top defenses are owned, that's Tampa, Buffalo, Denver, New England, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, L.A. Rams, New Orleans, Cleveland, and San Francisco. I think there's there's probably strong plays to get the Colts defense this week. Maybe the Packers against Chicago and maybe the Cowboys against the New England Patriots. I think those are probably your best defenses to stream. If you don't get any of those guys, the Dolphins and the Jet and the, and the Bengals might be interesting. But man, whew, like it's hard to trust the Dolphins right now. So I might I might uh, regret saying that, but we'll see. Um, and yeah, tomorrow night we'll be doing a mock draft. I, I have to confirm the time. I'm not sure what time we're doing it yet. Uh, who do I pick up to add at running back? Uh, who do I pick up to add a running back to in Week Seven non PPR? Um, let's see. Um, who do I pick up to add at running back week two? At running back two, week seven, non PPR. Hmm. Uh, I'm blanking here on who to potentially look up at. If you're looking for a guy for next week and trying to be a week early, let me look at this schedule real quick. Um, so we need a running back two, huh? Um, it's, it's really hard to say just with all the changing and the moving parts, uh, of this offense here. I, I like Brandon Bolden as a, as a, as a, it's non PPR though. So maybe not Brandon Bolden. Uh, it, it's really difficult to say. I mean, Alex Collins, maybe against new Orleans. Uh, I kind of, it's hard to project, man. At, at this point, you're probably picking up a handcuff and seeing what happens. If you're looking for a starter, I need to know who's available, uh, to give you a better idea. Uh, yeah, I can, I can send you the chat. Good evening, Eduardo. Um, <laughs> dead boy Gino. Uh, when we go live on Thursday, I'm thinking what works best for you guys. We can do six. I know the game starts around seven 20. So what if I, what if I go live at six 30, we hang out uh, a little bit and we sign off before kickoff. I think six 30 on Thursday night. If we want to lock that time in, I'm cool with that. Um, and then that gives us, you know, up until kickoff to get our, our questions in. So 6.30 Thursday night, if you guys got any more questions, and that was the last call, last call for questions, fire them up. Uh, but otherwise, go ahead and just good luck on your waiver wires this week. I think I'm probably going to be passing on some of these guys uh, on the waiver wire this week. I'm going to be trying to pick up some guys for free, whether that is uh, a guy like Gio Bernard or Khalil Herbert, some of these guys. Uh, that I can just scoop for free, for cheap. Maybe Amon Ross St. Brown looks promising. Preston Williams, again, I'm still not out on the Preston Williams uh, bandwagon. He's been a pretty productive receiver, just needs to stay healthy. Uh, looks like Daryl Williams, Devontae Booker, Sonny Michelle, Kenneth Gainwell, Giovanni Bernard. So if you're looking for a guy for next week, um, 
let me go back to that week seven schedule here. Um, I believe it was Daryl Williams against Tennessee. That's probably the one that I want to target. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, I mean, Kansas City, Tennessee, man, I'm, I'm probably going to roll with, with Daryl Williams. The Giants do play Carolina. That is a good matchup for our guy here, but I'm going to roll with Kansas City in that offense. So if you if you need to get the claim in, Daryl Williams is probably the guy for week seven. Um, if you want to put another claim in for Booker, that would be number two. And then my third claim, my third claim among this group, it's kind of a hope and a prayer, but maybe it's Sony Michelle against Detroit Lions. That one's kind of a sneaky one. Uh, again, it's at home against against the Detroit. Like they should be able to rack up some some rushing stats here. So uh, that's what I like, I guess, in that pecking order. But uh, I don't know. I'm gonna get out of here for tonight, though. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. And if you guys want to hang out for the basketball show, uh, good luck with that, Aiden. Uh, if you want to hang out for the basketball show tomorrow night, we're gonna do a, a live mock stream. Uh, but again, Thursday night, 6:30 p.m. Uh, Central Time, we'll go live with the start sit questions. Uh, check us out on TikTok. I've been putting out a lot of free content and just uh, thoughts throughout the day on there. So if you guys are on TikTok, check it out there. Put out a lot of free stuff. And uh, I don't know. Thank you guys so much. Have a good rest of your night. Good luck with your waivers. We'll see you later. Peace.